Cowabunga Dudesy Dudettes, Rob here. I just want to thank you so much for listening and tuning in once again. And I do want to sincerely apologize for the Turtle Flakes website being down for the last few weeks. Uh, we had some server issues, but everything is up and running now. And if you're listening to this, that means we're still up and running, so that's a plus. And also, I wanted to give you guys a heads up that we have a very special episode. Actually, two episodes coming up after this one, where we're going to be covering the third live-action film. The one from 1993. Infamous film, a lot of people might think. Whether we think so or not, well, we'll find out. We're going to go ahead and return to it, and we're going to talk about it these next two episodes. So, that brings me to the main reason I want to get on here. We want to hear from you guys. What do you think of the third live-action movie from 1993? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it somewhere in the middle? You tell us, and we'd be happy to share your response on one of the two episodes. So you can send us an email at turtleflakespodcast at gmail.com, or you can give us a call, and we'll edit your uh, voicemail into the show. Our number is 865-309-4875. And that's it, my friends. We just want to hear from you. We want tons of feedback on these next two episodes. We're going to break it up a little bit. And uh, yeah, it's always a lot more fun when there's a lot of fans talking about the turtles, not just us hacks. All right, dudes and dudettes, uh, so stay tuned for the upcoming episode as we are back to the classic era, and thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the flip side, dudes. Cowabunga! Michelangelo here, you know, the master of the whirling pizzas. And you, my friend, are listening to Turtle Flakes, a bodacious bowl of Ninja Turtles goodness, brought to you by my radical dudes, Rob and Josh. Cowabunga! What's up, everyone, and Cowabunga, welcome back to another episode of the Turtle Flakes podcast. I'm your co-host this morning, Josh, and with me as always is Mr. Rob Luther. Hey, how's it going, man? Good, good. How about you? Doing great, doing great. It's so good to have you take us in. Jeez, I, I, I think the last episode I took us in, I've completely botched. So it's it's good to have a, a good lim- introduction. You're limiting yourself to one episode that you botched? <laughs> well, I'm trying to be an optimist here. I get to bring us in because, you know, Jay Weezy isn't here hampering me down. Yeah, know? geez, I'll tell you. We'll be talking about Power Rangers soon, I'm telling you. Yeah, I know, man. That Weezy stands for wet blanket, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might as well get your shots in while he's not here. <laughs> uh, Jay Weezy's my man. I love that guy. No, he's cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys are all right. I, I am always worried about, like, going uh, just, like, too far, you know? Just, no, no. We insult each other, and, I th- you know, like, I think we jokingly insult each other, and, like, sure. I just don't want to, you know. Oh, no, no. I don't think you've gone far enough. Oh, no? <laughs> that is a challenge. <laughs> a challenge. Okay. All right. Oh, good deal. Well, uh, yeah, guys, we're we're actually returning to the classic cartoon today, and it's it's been a little while. You know, I got to think about this, Josh. The last classic cartoon we watched was when Anthony Hernandez came on the show. Oh, that was a while ago. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched the punk the Punk Frogs episode. Punk Frogs, yeah, yeah. That had to have been at least a, 
close to a year ago. I have no clue. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, it feels I'll... like it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're excited about that. We're going to actually be watching Splinter No More from season two, episode nine of the original cartoon. This is we're just continuing on with our classic era month here before we get into the two thousand three era. So um, yeah, we decided to watch a cartoon today, but. Uh, before we get into all that, I just want to give a quick slice of pizza out to some fellow podcasters out there in a segment I call Hot Rodding Podcasters from Dimension X. So, it's been kind of a slower week as far as Turtle Podcasts go, as, as far as the ones that I know, but Turtle Power Podcast just released a new episode on March 13th, and um, they, they were kind enough, they gave us a kind uh, shout out and everything, and I just wanted to return the favor and just say... They have a wonderful show, and um, I think it's Ryan and Alex and Darby. They, they do a great job. I really enjoy that show. And they're actually doing an iTunes review giveaway, so if you write them a review on iTunes, they're going to be giving away, I think it was a classic figure, or maybe it's one of the newer Playmates figures, but it was on card. I do remember that. So, uh, yeah, go check them out if you've not heard them. It's a very solid show. And another show that there's rumors here. Remember uh, I was... Uh, Calling out Zach from Booyaka Show, saying uh-huh. that he should come back. Uh-huh. Well, I heard a rumor on Twitter that he's thinking about rebooting the show. So that that's fantastic news, and I hope it's true. I think Zach actually posted about it. So um, if that's the case, Zach, and if you're listening, please come back. That would be awesome. <laughs> and then all the other shows out there. There's TMNT Dare Talk. They just released an English episode not long ago. TMNT Minute, I hear, is making a comeback. Uh, they've had to take a little hiatus for personal reasons, but I hear they're back now or uh, just about to come back doing the minute-by-minute minute for the Secret of the Use movie. Turtle Soup Podcast, they're cranking out uh, episodes like crazy. And Turtle Power Pod and TMNT Power Hour, some great, great Turtles cast out there. So go ahead and check them out. And if there's one out there you guys are listening to that I don't know about, please let me know because uh, I love listening to these shows. And, um, you know, as, as we always say, we all like the same thing, so we might as well help each other out. Uh, as far as feedback goes, we do have old emails. Um, let me see if I can find Mr. Carlson's email. I call him that because... Uh, um, oh, and while I'm looking this email up, have you gotten any turtle pickups over the last couple of weeks, Oset? Yeah, actually, let me turn my camera on back on because I want to show you this. Yeah. All right. So actually, I I am more of a toy guy. I really collect like just the the, the weird, rare collectibles. Uh, but when I saw these, it just I had these when I was a kid, and I just immediately got nostalgic for them. And I I know they're kind of ridiculous, but I really do really love these. Uh, so I got. Uh, <laughs> So uh, the majority of like Ninja Turtles books are published by a company called Random House, and especially like in the early '90s, they did all the the storybooks. Yeah, the kids' books. I love those. So I actually picked up the uh, storybooks that were based on the first two movies here. So, oh wow! Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I really. Oh man, I got the uh, the storybooks that were based on the first and second films. They didn't make one for the third film, which is kind of. Kind of a fail on your part, Random House. I don't know where <laughs> you dropped the ball. You dropped the ball, and thirty years later, you made Josh upset. I don't really. <laughs> They're listening. Don't, don't Whatever, get too mean. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I really do like these, uh, especially the uh, the first movie's uh, storybook because, like, it has they also contain pictures of uh, still images from the movie and wow. animated bios of the characters found within. 
uh, like Shredder, the Turtles, Splinter and April and all that. And it's got a little pop quiz at the end. And but mm-hmm. one thing that I thought was super interesting is when she, you know in the movie when Splinter is talking to Danny and he gives the backstory on Hamato Yoshi and all that. It doesn't give the origin from the movie or the cartoon. It gives the origin from the comics, where like really? older brother Oroku Nagi was killed by Hamato Yoshi, and then Oroku Saki, when he grew up, went to America and avenged his brother, and all that. It, it gave the origin wow. of the comics. I bet you when the kids read that after seeing the movie, they were like, what? You know what? I don't remember reading this. I just remember like reading little bits here and there and then looking at the pictures because it's more of a picture book. Like Every page has still images from the movie. Uh, but really, I really do – I really just – and I haven't read the second, the, the second one yet. So I read through the first one. It's really cool, but I haven't read the second one yet. And it's really cool to see like there's images of stuff that like – weren't in the movie like I, I don't know how well you can see it but there's a picture yeah of there's razor throwing a car engine <laughs> like when did he do what you just wh- where was that where, where was that it's deleted scenes he crushed michelangelo and you know what as i really love the secret of the use and i really i i that movie gets a pass for me because i think a lot of people unfairly judge that because the turtles you know quote don't use their weapons even though they're they're mercilessly beating the hell out of everybody in that movie <laughs> um but like I, you know with lunch me it made me yeah with lunch me yeah combat <laughs> dude i totally did combat cold cuts when i was a kid i like tied two hot dogs <laughs> you're like whoa i feel like checker eh <laughs> my mom got mad at me and then my dad would start drinking but whatever <laughs> But, like, you know, where was that uh, in the movie where, like, Razar fought the turtles with a car engine? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. But anyway, I really do, I really love these. These are just so cool, and I wish they would make stuff like this again, where it was, like, just, and I know they make novelizations of movies and stuff, but, like, you know, like, these kids' picture books like this, I, I wish. Yeah. And, and honestly, I don't think I ever saw those at the time, Josh. Um were they, were they pretty cheap or kind of expensive? Yeah, I mean, I got um, – it all depends on what quality you want them in. Um, I wanted them as pristine as I could get them. So, and I spent about – collectively, I spent probably 20 bucks. You know, it wasn't well, – that's not bad. With shipping, probably 25 you know, and like that's not bad. But And this was like – this is six ninety five uh, in 1990. Yeah. Um, and the second one, six ninety five again in 1991. So they're about seven bucks. So I paid roughly the same price I would have anyway. Nice. Yeah, you know, I I would love to collect the Random House books because I just absolutely love the art style, and I've got a couple of them. My neighbor gave me one. I think it was the Magic Crystal one. You and sent then, me that. You sent me that one. Oh, okay. So I, yeah. well, maybe I had that one before. I can't remember. I know I've got two. Uh, one that my neighbor gave me, and then uh, another one that Baxter just sent me. And I just love the art style. I love the storybook style. I could read it to my son, put it on the shelf. I'd love to collect that along with TMNT Magazine because they're not that pricey. But, boy, they're a cool little snapshot from the Turtles era. Yeah, you know, and um, they also – like those old storybooks are really cool. Like they did adaptations of the cartoon, but they also did adaptations of like old comics. Um, like the yeah. Matt Crystal, like you were just saying. But there's another one where they, they eventually started um, – adapting uh issues of the archie comics like they have the one where they oh, wow. alien they have the one where they're wrestling leatherhead out in space and all that they have a couple of them like that 
Wow. And I've thought about getting those, but I didn't really have those when I was a kid. So, like, I, I this was like a purely nostalgic buy for me. Like, I had the, I had these when I was a kid. I remember them being a lot bigger. <laughs> no, but I remember being much smaller. But like, this was like a purely nostalgic purchase. And you know what? I read them and I really enjoyed them. I thought they were cute. I really liked how they were uh, kid versions uh, of the scripts from the movie. But they also didn't shy away from, like, you know, Raphael still gets the heck kicked out of him. And, like, the turtles are still threatened with being impaled on car parts at one point in the second. You gotta watch out for that. Yeah, I mean, it's still kind of gruesome if you really think about it. You know, like, they didn't care what 90s kids took in, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it was a different time, that's for sure. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know why our generation is so offended by when we, like, grew up watching South Park. (laughs) What happened to us? Ah, it's a good question, Josh. It's a good oh, question. God. Between that and like people not wanting their babies to get vaccinated, what? Oh, here we go. Anyway, <laughs> That's a different podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know. Um, Mass unsubscribing from. <laughs> well, great. We lost all three of our listeners. We lost all three, man. <laughs> We're down to my mother. That's it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, you know. Going back to the Random House books, I remember I had one when I was a kid uh-huh. that I really liked. I remember my dad picked it up for me, and I boy, I know if I were to see the cover, I, I would recognize it. I know that, but I, I just I just can't remember the, the name of it. But I remember Bebop and Rocksteady actually being in the issue, but that's about all I remember. I remember reading it in my dad's car as he was taking me somewhere. <laughs> so the Random House books – were very nostalgic for me. Yeah. And if anyone has anyone knows of a complete list of the Random House books, if there is one out there, maybe it's easy to find. I've never really searched, but I always love to, you know, hear from our listeners who probably know way more than we do. Yeah. Um I can get anyone... that for you. I've, I've looked oh, it up. Yeah. Perfect. That'd be great. Yes, I'd I'd love to start collecting those. Yeah, there's only like I think ballpark figure there's probably like 9. Wow, that's it. Maybe maybe 10 including these two here. Like, yeah, there's the the one that I really want, and I don't even know why I want it, but I saw it and I really want to get it. Random House made a pop up book for Ninja Turtles. Really? Back in the day, going over the first episode of the of the cartoon, and I, I really want to get that. And it's pretty. I've seen them pretty cheap. It's like ten bucks. Wow. Yeah, and they're, they're these are relatively cheap because I mean they made probably printed thousands of these things. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good deal. Well, uh, I got one of Chris's emails. Oh, ooh, I mean, Mr. Carlson's emails pulled up. Uh, so let me go ahead and read it real quick. Um, I think this was pertaining to the 2020 issue that we talked about a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he says, I agree with Derek's theory, only I skipped watching the first movie in cinema instead of the second one. After doing a shady try before you buy thing with the first one, just to check it, reserve my money. What? It's at least giving it more credit than the movies I downright skip. Anyway, I disagree with 2020 Leonardo being OP, you know, like overpowered. Mostly because it seems to be the same moveset as X-Men's Nightcrawler. And since when he has... And since when has he ever been overpowered? Oh, since when has he ever been overpowered? Um, Plus, just like good old Kurt, there are ways of making problems for Leo. Like maybe the immortal soul of the Dragon Warrior God is hunting him down in the astral plane for, for helping Karai get her body back. Or, um, or the Utrams makes an astral 
stopping system. And yes, I did make that name easy to make fun of. Uh, <laughs> oh, I just got that. Astral stopping <laughs> system. Oh. <laughs> <Just> abbreviate. <laughs> uh, and speaking of X-Men, would Leo be more interesting if he shared Scott Summers' bad luck when it comes to women? Uh, I mean, he already has his personality, so why not go whole hog? Oh, that's interesting. You know, Joking aside, I do remember a Mirage story where he hooks up with a superheroine, Radical, and things go as normally as things normally go in Mirage. Um, so there's there is a precedence, or however the saying goes. Uh-oh. Also, Leo is a Trekkie now, thanks to the 2012 series, and that did wonders for his personality. I think. Well, enjoy yourself. Bye. All right, thanks, thanks, Mister Carlson. I appreciate the email. Uh, random and hilarious as always. <laughs> and I, I really don't want to think about a Ninja Turtle hooking up with like a human, right? Or just or really anybody for that matter, because like, you know, they're sacred, dude. Come on, but like, now that's kind of all that's in my head. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, have they ever like had? Have they ever done like a Ninja Turtle in a relationship? With, like, a human? Like, I mean, you always see, like, you always hear from fans that Leonardo loves Karai, but, like, does he really? Do they ever do that? I, well, I mean, you know, besides the Donatello and April thing, I can't really think of a time. Yeah, and... And even that, for me, even that was kind of awkward. I don't know why. I don't know why that was awkward for me, but it just was. Because he looks like a turtle, and... (laughs) I mean, they're both fictional characters. It shouldn't be weird. I know it's fictional, but then, like, this, does this open the door for being a furry now? Is this what we're... Uh, It's actually a Shelly. That's what they call it. A Shelly? Yeah, it's like... (laughs) Like, you Google search safe safe search off, and you can find all kinds of... Oh, Josh! Stop it with that. I'm sorry. No, I'm not telling you. Family friendly. You know, I'm not, like, providing... Links in the description below. But, like... (laughs) And, you know, there, there are, like... There's stuff out there, you know? But, like... Has anybody really, like, bit the bullet and, like, really went for a story like that? You know, I mean, you know, it would be kind of cool. I mean, like, it would be kind of cool. I like what IDW is doing now with, like, you know that Raphael and Alapex are together. And I kind of yeah. hope in the future they do, like, a sequel to Casey and April, but it's, but it's Raphael and Alapex, and they, like, go on the road, you know, and just, like, do relationship stuff while fighting people. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, I think. You know. So so it's okay. This is oh interesting topic here because I don't think we've ever talked about this. So is it weird? It doesn't seem as weird when it's different species, I guess. You know, at least in the cartoon or the comics, it doesn't seem weird when it's two mutants. Right when it's two mutants, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem like the species seems to be weird to us as readers. But when it's a mutant, or at least at least in the turtles universe. If it's a turtle and a human being, it does seem weird. I mean, let's be honest. Does that make sense? It didn't seem weird in the 2012 series that Donatello was just head over heels for April because it was treated as a joke and you knew it was never going to happen. Sure. And that that was the whole reason they stuck. They made it. They made it really tired. Like it got embarrassing after a while in the 2012 series. How much like Donatello was just so head over heels for April and she just would, you know, rebuke his. Uh, advances or just even just like his him wanting to be around her she'd be like oh this guy again <laughs> did she so she never I mean I've not watched the entire 2012 series she never once no. liked him back in that way nope not at all not even gave like a subtle hint 
you know, they always tease where it was like she would give him a hug or a kiss on the cheek or something. Not like in a not like in a romantic way at all. Yeah. Like because Donatello cared about her in a romantic way, it, he would be like, ha, 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 and weak in the knees and all that. Well, the same thing with the original film, too, right? Because they're like, she's a babe, you know? <laughs> but they never, like, tried. I mean, they like, never pursued that. And at the end of the movie, they, like, called her sis, and, like, they, she was part of the team now, you know? It wasn't like. And, like, they always, in the original movie, it was just, like, a 14 year old Michelangelo seeing a girl for the first time, being like, she's a babe. And that was yeah. it. Although it's kind of awkward at the end when they're all watching uh, her and Casey kiss. They're like, yeah, 9.95. Yeah, that's the boy. And, you know, like, you know, like, you really think about that, though, when, like, your buddy, when you were a kid, like, pined over this one girl, and then you saw him get together. You were happy for him. <laughs> that's, that's true. Okay. I mean, like, they're not following him around on their first date being like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? <laughs> That'd be very awkward. That would be awkward, but like in the 2012 ca- cartoon, it was just kind of like, "All right, dude, you need to just get over it, man. She doesn't like you. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, sure. we're rooting for you, but it's been five years. And let's <laughs> not got- forget the uh, yeah, that's true. And let's not forget the classic Donatello line from uh, Turtles Three, the movie. Oh, look, it's a Legorama. Yeah, swing, <laughs> swing. Like, yeah, it was. It was them doing like one kind of. Te- it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like you knew they were never going to do anything like that. Um, because, like, April, like, especially in the movie, it's like April's basically their sister, arguably like a mother figure to them. That's true. Yeah. Uh, especially in the second movie when she's actively taking care of them. Like, yeah, like, what am I going to do with you guys? Yeah. They're living in her apartment and, like, cleaning it and, like, she's making sure they get fed and, like, you know, like, they're basically her kids, you know? Yeah. I always thought that was why April never had kids because she's like, I'm not doing that to me. <laughs> but like and, and you know like the leonardo and karate thing were like i know like none of this this is like a small part of what christopher would like ask us about oh yeah yeah well you know how we are this is the interesting <laughs> thing it's like yeah we're not talking about the uh, leonardo was op i'm sorry he was just op in that and it was because there's not going to be a 2020 issue too that's why you know you're never going to see I, i'm calling you right now you're never going to see that story picked up you're never going to see it again. And um, and Nightcrawler is OP. And this is the th- Nightcrawler's power. Like, just the power itself of teleportation. You can instantly win any fight. You know, I'm sorry. Like, unless you're fighting something, somebody like Juggernaut, who's, like, basically an immortal with inhuman strength, you're going to win. Uh, unless they have an astral stopping system installed. I, there's, there's an old rule in comics that amongst fans that's arguably unspoken. And it's just like characters are only as powerful as the writer wants them to be in a particular issue mm-hmm. where it's just like you see like Michelangelo can really like stand up to anybody if he wanted to. But, oh, he gets hit once by the shredder and he's done. That's not because the shredder is this ultra powerful dude. That's because a dude wrote the shredder hits him once and Michelangelo falls down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can make the argument with Superman that. I mean, the the series has gone on for so long, and they've still found ways to put him in some pretty interesting and uh, life threatening situations. You know, yeah. so yeah, he's super over overpowered, but you can still make a story interesting if the writing's strong enough, and you can still make the villains a threat if the writing's strong enough. You just gotta attack it in a different way. 
Yeah, and it just it all depends on what your story is. Like there are some there are some cool stories where uh, Superman is like run ragged by a guy like the Joker. It's like why the Joker can't even beat Batman? How can he beat Superman? And it's just like Superman is such a completely different animal than Batman. The Joker can easily manipulate Superman. Like the whole like Injustice video game series is based on the Joker being able to beat Superman without a second thought. Mm-hmm. You know, but but it's not because Superman is not Batman, mm-hmm. and and the big difference between Superman and Batman is Superman's a nice guy, Batman's not a nice guy. You know, <laughs> that's the thing. Like he can be, he has his moments. Oh yeah, I mean, like he definitely loves and appreciates people, but arguably, mm-hmm. Batman is a villain that just fights on the right side. You know? Ah, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Hi, this is Judith Hope. As the original April O'Neil from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I'm so glad you called. Leave a message after the beep, and if we're not beating up fat guys and trying to, like, whip the Foot Clan, we will return your call just as soon as we can. Thanks! Toph, thank you so much for the email, man. To shift gears a little bit, I do want to apologize because, um... We were supposed to play this phone call on the last episode uh, because Corey called in. And um, did you get it, Josh? Uh, I just sent it to you a minute let ago. Me, let me check. Corey, yeah, I got it right here. Uh, okay. So uh, we'll go ahead and play this phone call real quick before we get into the cartoon episode. And we'll click play in five, four, three, two, one, and click. Hey, Turtle Face. Um, this is Corey Neighbors calling, leaving some feedback and also a correction for Josh. I'm going to start with that. Um, <laughs> correction episode, for Josh. You mentioned that oh, um, Hun in the IDW comics kind of came out of nowhere with his being super jacked and um, turning blonde and things like that. Actually, in his micro series, you know, they explain it. It's not very well explained, but um, apparently he's taking some form of mutagen to make yeah. all jacked. Casey even mentions that he's been juicing. And then he dyes his hair blonde to so appear younger. Uh, the whole, I, I've never cared for the Hun character, but that's the entire pretty much issue is him at an a quote unquote AA meeting uh, talking about it. Um, Turtles as superheroes feedback from last episode um, depends on the iteration. Uh, I've always considered anything after the Mirage series to be superheroes more or less they fight crime mirage they never really fought crime it was literally just a vendetta splinter training these turtles to kill shredder they succeed and then it's just wackiness from there outer space travel stuff like that but they're never like superheroes they're never like helping the downtrodden and the oppressed they're just kind of not out for themselves but i mean it is pretty much a personal type of comic um i've always felt uh obviously 87 cartoon 2012 cartoon, they're fighting crime, they're fighting bad guys, stuff like that. That would be uh, superheroes, in my opinion. Um, but, uh, so, this is my first voicemail. Sorry if I'm a little uh, rambly, but uh, appreciate it. Appreciate the podcast, and you guys keep up the good work. All right, thanks. All right. Well, Corey, thank you so much for the phone call, man, and great stuff. And please call, keep calling in. That, that was great, especially when you uh, corrected Josh. I love that. I was just... <laughs> I can tell he's really trying to give the fans what they want with his first call. Be like, hey, you know what? This is my first phone call in the Turtle Flakes of Village. Josh, you're wrong. <laughs> Josh is... 
Oh, my man. My man, Corey. I, I, boy, I like Corey. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I have to admit, I have to admit defeat. I didn't read the Han micro series. Yeah, you know what? I, I, have I haven't it. either. Just didn't read it. Yeah, I haven't either. But I actually, the way he described it, it sounds really good. Pain. Um, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. So it's the mutagen that got him so jacked. I think that's a cool touch. I like that. Uh, I like how he he even had to preface it though. It's like they did explain it. It wasn't explained very well, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. That's to your credit, though, you know, because yeah. Uh, and you know, I'll admit, I didn't. I mean, like, I didn't read the issue. I didn't read that one, you know, because I kind of, at the time, and and still, even now, I just I don't read all the side stuff. I collect it, sure, but I don't read all of it. And maybe, and you know what? Maybe I should. Maybe I should just. I always did want to. I always did want to start writing reviews on the comic, on the collections, on the trades, mm-hmm. like starting with volume one and just doing everything in continuity. Because I have all of them, yeah. all of them that are out right now, so I might as well. And maybe I should. Maybe I should do that to at least to uh, satisfy Corey here. You know. Yeah, yeah, and and I I completely. You know, I've always been. I personally like. I like what IDW has done with Hun more than any other series. Yeah, he's a lot more interesting to me now than he he ever has been before. So I'm actually kind of intrigued with the micro series. So I will have to check that out. And as far as his answer for the superheroes, I kind of I share your philosophy on that. It, it does depend on what version of the turtles we're talking about. Yeah, you know, for maybe volume one, it does seem like it, it's more personal the battles that they that they face. But you know, say the classic cartoon or the 2012 series, they are fighting the, you know, they are trying to protect the city. It, it, it's uh, that's a common thing that that definitely goes on. Yes, there are some personal battles, but also they're, they're trying to stand up for what's right uh, and protecting human beings, which to me kind of crosses into the more superhero realm. So yeah, I, I would I would definitely consider the turtles to be superheroes as well. If if you look at every if you take every single thing about the Ninja Turtles into account, the the percentage of superhero to vigilante leans more towards the superhero side. Yeah, I agree. I did love how Corey just kind of destroyed the whole first volume for me. It's like, okay, so they fought the Shredder, and they killed the Shredder, and then they just kind of just did whatever. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> like, you know what? That is the best description of the Mirage book. You know, it's just like they killed the one dude they trained their whole lives for in the first issue, and then they're just like, what do we do now? Well, then they have adventures after that. Yeah, what do you do now? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. The, the whole the whole comic series is them like asking a girlfriend what they want for dinner. I don't know. What do you want? Oh, I don't know. Oh, let's, let's go to, let's go to space. Yeah, pizza again and try serotons again. <laughs> oh, we're going to make so many people angry. Whatever. God, <laughs> just, I am so tired of people getting mad about comics. Come on. He's getting salty. Oh, good Lord, See? man. <laughs> See, you're usually saltier when Josh is here. You're you're really salty today. Oh dude. man, I've had a lot. Of, I've had a lot of feedback too the past couple of weeks, and I'm just kind of, you know, just... you're really, you know. Well, I'll tell you what'll make you feel better. What's up? A cartoon episode. Oh yeah. Let's hey, Raph, where are you going? Out to a movie. That okay with you? All right, guys, so we are uh, coming back to the uh, original, I put f- 
Red Wolf cartoon, but it's supposed to be Fred Wolf oh, cartoon. Fred Wolf, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, season two, episode nine, Splinter No More. And uh, this first aired on November 26th of 1988. And there aren't many more episodes after this in season two. I think there's about three or four more. There's a total of, I think, 13 episodes in season two. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And the the one we just watched was the Evasion of the Punk Frogs. Um, and then we had our good buddy Anthony Hernandez on for that episode. And that leads us into this one right here. This is Splinter No More. And I honestly don't remember a whole lot about this particular episode. What about you? Yeah, I'm taking your word on it that this is even an episode in the cartoon. And just, you know, <laughs> I mean, I saw it, I have the, I'm watching it on the DVD here. It's on the box. It's like Splinter No More. Okay, yeah, this, this happened. This <laughs> thing. This is my uh, Hun micro series issue that I didn't read. I didn't watch this one. This one's kind of an interesting one if you think like bigger picture in does Splinter miss being a human being, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I would miss being able to go to McDonald's, you know, just like I mean, you could st- technically still do that as a rad. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean Splinter like, could drive that turtle van. Yeah, I know he can, but like he proved that in season one. You you can't really like go to McDonald's though. Sure, you could. You you can't just like at like eleven o'clock on a Tuesday just walk in there and get a quarter pounder. I mean, well, no, like, but you you know you could probably just wear a trench coat. And no one would ever know that you're a mutant. That's how it works. Well, yeah. Well, nowadays they think you're robbing the place and be like. Uh, <laughs> You know, like, trench coats used to be, like, really fashionable and really cool. And, like, nowadays, they're like, that dude's got a shotgun. Ten yeah. bucks does. He's got a shotgun tied up to his shoulder. Never mind that he looks like a rat. Yeah. <laughs> Look like kind of a big turtle in the trench coat. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, Hoser, uh, so you got the DVD version, right? Yes. Okay, cool. And I have uh, a link here. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and watch this. If you'd like to follow us along, I'll provide a link in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and start this. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and click play in five, four, three, two, one, and click. There we go. Cutting that down a little bit. I still just, oh, I adore this intro, man. I love this. Oh, man. It'll never, at least for me, still get the goosebumps. I always, dude, I always smile when I see this. You know what? I, I really, that's one thing that, like, every Ninja Turtles animated series has, has, done relatively well as their intros yeah i agree with that yeah the only complaints i have and i'm not being a troll here it's the 2003 series i think i think that their intro goes on just a little bit too long well you know it's like it goes on first too long i think maybe yeah well it's funny you bring that up because um my wife and i were i think it was in preparation for the last episode and it's so nice uh I think every single one of the 2003 episodes are still on YouTube. Yeah. So watch them while you can, guys. Yeah, they've got um, channels for that series, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, I was watching down in the living room, and uh, my wife actually said something about the intro. She's like, ooh, that was a little much. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it was a little too long. I, I, I'm not sure what she meant by that. I'll have to ask. I think, yeah, it is a little bit. When they do the whole scene or the whole thing where, you know, watch out for Shredder, they just – that part of it doesn't need to be there. Sure, sure. It's like, we get it. You can count the four. We get it. <laughs> oh, Mikey got a pizza. They always order, like, 12 pizzas. They order just, like, an absurd amount of pizza. So I got you a sushi tray. Ah, so Mikey uh, was very thoughtful. Got a splinter sushi tray. He didn't want it. I don't blame him. What do you feel about sushi? Have you ever had real sushi? 
Um, I've had sushi rolls. That's like the uh, seaweed, right? Or the yeah, you can get you, it's raw fish. You're talking about the, the yeah, you can get like yeah, salmon or tuna is really good. Not salmon, but tuna eel. Yeah, I actually really like sushi with a little bit of wasabi on top. Yeah, man, I really, man, I really love some eel, man. Eel is awesome. Ooh, I've had that. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, you got to get over the fact that oh, it's eel and it looks like that, but it's really tasty. Huh. So basically, Splinter's, yeah, he's kind of acting a little down here. He's depressed. Yeah. Well, and Dante's got some concoction here. Man, Rob Paulson, dude. Man, how much, how much of an ace is that guy? Oh, he's the best. So maybe we can use it to change I would love to see we were talking about older turtles again, you know. I would love to see a cartoon. It could be a movie or like a couple like a half series kind of thing, a half season kind of thing. But let's do like these turtles. Let's pick up with these turtles like 20 years, 10 or 15 years later and bring back the original voice cast like just talking as so be cool. Yeah. That'd be like, so cool. Like, not trying to sound like yeah. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles anymore, but just like they're talking this at their age. Decision, you know, I, I'd yeah. be really cool. Oh, that, that'd be sweet, man. Just to get the whole the whole band back together. But just yeah. older. So this is interesting. You know, the Turtles are actually crying here because they're actually going to give Splinter the option to become human again. Yeah. Yeah, and Raph says, go for it. Yeah, whether it's temporary or not, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think even they know. Hey, yeah. careful with that stuff, Donatello. We get any honest, and it's back to the glass bowl in the pet shop. Not to worry. Here it goes, master. Come so on. it's a spray can. I love that. <laughs> it's a spray can, and they're like, don't get it on us. And they're don't get it on us, but they're standing right next to <laughs> It's the least we could do for you, master. Yeah, now why don't you take your new body out for a <laughs> Deuces, <little> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> he never comes back. I love how he's wearing a shirt and tie under his gi. I love that. Oh, that's great. I mean, Master Yoshi. Wow. He'll be back. Are you sure? I mean, he's human now. Yeah, Raphael's right. Wow, that's that's deep, man. That was that was really cool. He's like, he'll be back, and Raphael's like, Willie. Like, what, man? Kids cart Saturday morning, man. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Dropping some life lessons. No kidding. So how old how old would you have been in November of 1988? 88, I was five. You're five. Wow. So you you actually were old enough to remember this. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's, it's I re- I'm starting to remember this the more I see it. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't actually re- start remembering Ninja Turtle episodes till 1990 or probably 89. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rocksteady and Bebop were just. Oh, do you like their outfits? <laughs> like, hey, don't mind us. Like, just walking it? around. They're at the college campus. <laughs> it's broad daylight, by the way. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. You know what? You, you, yeah, the, the broad daylight. Everything's in broad daylight in this show. So. <laughs> oh, Roxanne and Bebop are at the library? I didn't know that. Well, it's a cinch they're not out to improve their minds. Okay, there. That's a big library, you know. Sure <laughs> walking around, looking like a Jedi. You know, just... <laughs> it always baffles me when like people in the show try hiding, but they look like they look. You know. 
Shredder could just take his stuff off and like wear a t-shirt and he's fine. I know, that's so funny. Yeah, and like Bebop and Rocksteady. still got his claws on? Bebop and Rocksteady like in, in disguise, it like makes it even more obvious that they're Bebop and Rocksteady. I like how they got the, the jumpsuits and everything, that's great. They look like Russian gangsters, man, you know? They kind of do, yeah. yeah. It's an ancient spell that will open a portal. Now Splinter's walking around. Uh-oh. See, I love how Sh uh, Shredder actually immediately finds a book about ancient spells that open porter, uh, portals. Because you have those at the public libraries. Yeah, well, they're in the uh, the alchemy section. Ah, I forgot. You go to an old, go to an old library, you know. <laughs> what about that big muscular guy? And yeah, and then Splinter like going up to New York City with like no money, nothing, no money, nothing, no, no, no ID, nothing. <laughs> I think I'm a little bit ahead of you now. The Ninja Turtles are breaking into this library. Yes, I, th I think just a minute ahead or so. Whoa! Anyway, sorry. Yeah. What happened? Like Shredder just blew up a bookshelf. Shredder's now. Oh, I see it now. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna try to let me know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Yeah. Now comes the. I think you know what? I think we are the Bebop and Rocksteady of, of this show. I know we're we're a couple. Of, <laughs> we kind of failed upwards, and yeah. Look at us now. <laughs> look, look at us now. I love that wooden sword. I couldn't trust him with a real one. <laughs> He can't be trusted. He's got a wooden sword. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they're flipping over the bookshelves, and they're about to battle Bebop and Rusty. Yeah. You know what? As much uh, I love Bebop and Rocksteady in this show, the IDW version has kind of spoiled me, where, like, Bebop and Rocksteady in the IDW comics are just, like, super dangerous. And like yeah. still, still morons, but like just like they're really dangerous. And like here, they just they just ran away from the Ninja Turtles. It's like, oh no, they got up! Run! <laughs> oh man, they turned left. We better go. Catch the next train to Dimension X. As a matter of fact, yes. The temple's located in a nexus where different dimensions come together. If Shredder recites the proper spell at midnight, he can open up. And I feel bad here because I forget the context of this. Why, why does he want to get to Dimension X? Is it to get Krang back? I think he's trying to get Krang back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which always, I mean, looking back, I, and I, I hate it when I do stuff like this, but like looking back, don't ruin it. I won't ruin it. I don't. I don't think I'll ruin it. But like, the Technodrome has. A dimensional portal. I mean, like one wall of the Technodrome is like a dimensional portal, transport, whatever transporter. And it's just like, just get that thing working. And and the big thing is like, well, their big deal is like, well, we need a part to fix it. It's like, well, it's obviously made out of Dimension X technology, and you know what? You're in Dimension X. Just rebuild it. Yeah, that's true. But. But then I have to tell myself it's a kids' cartoon for 
and you're like gonna be 36 next month, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> the irony of being an adult, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, you know, and but then you know, I watch this with my kids, and my kids love it, or at least they're nice about it. But my kids love this. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, what was uh, what was interesting is the the thugs were about to to rob Splinter, and then all of a sudden he started transforming back into rats. So that solution was just temporary. Okay. Yeah. I still love that pork chop telecommunicator. I want one of those, man. <laughs> I want like I I wish that they would make a phone case like that. I don't even care how big it would be. You know, like the bigger the better because like the '80s technology and it's like huge. Like, oh yeah. Those old cinder black cell phones that they have, or portable phones that they used to have. Wow, Splinter, like, half-mutated looks awesome. <laughs> he does. He kind of looks like, uh, what was that movie called? The Wolfman? Well, The Wolfman, of course, but um, American Werewolf in London? Is oh, that what yeah. it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little bit, when he's starting to transform. Yeah, when he's, like, halfway through it. Yeah. Man, that's such a good movie. Oh, that's, a, that's one of my favorites. You know what I think we should do? Like, real talk here. One thing I think we should do is, like, every now and then just, like, pick a random episode of Turtle Flakes that we're going to record. And we'll, mm-hmm. just, like, pick a random movie. Be like, we're going to do a commentary on Jaws. You know? <laughs> That'd be fun. Or, like, we're going to pick, we're going to, like, we'll do an episode of the Power Rangers. Or, like, we can do, like, a commentary on the Power Rangers movie. You know, just like yeah. You know, I wish we could almost do a Patreon ep- uh, like feed, but not ask for money. Yeah, I wonder if you can do that. <laughs> well, you know what? Like we we can just do like just random podcasts. I think. Yeah, I think our audience would be into that. Where you think so? See, I don't want to offend anybody because you know a lot of people here they're probably only tuning in just for the turtles talk. If we get too off topic, I'm afraid we'd annoy some of our listeners even more than usual. Well, you know, it's just like we're not gonna we're not gonna do that every episode. Yeah, true. You know, it's just like it's still Ninja Turtles, and like we jump around Ninja Turtle co- topics so much. Mm-hmm. Or like we, we like we'll spend a month with the classic turtles, and we'll spend a month with the two thousands turtles, and then yeah. a month with the modern stuff. I think they'd be into it with like just like every like once every two months we do just a movie like we do we're gonna do a commentary on the avengers or we're gonna play you know if we did like a if we had a youtube channel it would be like okay we're playing contra this month instead of ninja turtles you know yeah interesting i think that'd be really cool yeah i think i think our audience would be into that i mean i think they'd be understanding enough to be like okay this episode i'm not gonna listen to so i'll wait till next week sure yeah it's kind of like yeah, email in to us, guys. Um, if if you'd rather us like have a different feed or something like that, or um, you know, or or if you don't mind that it's on the same feed, as long as we gave an announcement ahead of time, yeah, that that'd be great. I'd love to hear from you guys, see what y'all think. Yeah, because Josh and I like a lot of other things too. Of course, Ninja Turtles are number one and probably first love aside yeah. from our wives. Why is Craig <laughs> taking a shower? Say what? Craig is taking a shower. He just got out of the shower. Oh, I, I'm just now seeing that. Oh, I love the towel. He's got soap on a rope. He's got a shower cap. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, yeah. Why did in his robot body take a shower? And you know what? That's funny because every time we take a shower, the phone rings. You know, it's just... I know. See, even Crank knows what that's like. 
Yeah, man. Is his hair matted like it's wet? The, Cap on. The... Oh, is that what this? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I've completely forgotten the story here. So uh, I don't even know. Shredder. I don't, I, don't know what, I don't even know what Shredder's doing in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I think he's getting the the teleporter for the Dimension X. Okay. And meanwhile. Or uh, Splinter is trying to hide from the public, but they're all running from something. So he's like, something's up. They're running after him. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think they wanted to just do an episode with Splinter, but then, like, they kind of had to do Shredder. Because Shredder's stuff feels very non-consequential. Yeah. Or non-committal. You know, it's just... Uh-oh. Here comes the train. Oh, hey, dudes. I feel kind of weirded out. Yeah, me too. My brain hurts. Oh, what's wrong with the turtles? Man. Hey, watch where you're going, nerd. That was the most Raphael thing ever, where he's like, hey, watch it, nerd. <laughs> watch, watch where you're going, nerd. Butt out, geek. You're getting too big for your shell. Uh-oh. Oh, turtles yeah. are fighting. Maybe you'd like to tangle with this turtle. What are you... Why are you doing this? You know, this is kind of a bizarre episode because, in a good way, because, you know, this, you're seeing things you've never seen before. Splinter as a human being, at least for a little while, now he's in this, like, awkward middle stage. He's Teen Wolf now, yeah. Teen Wolf. <laughs> and then you got the turtles turning on each other, so yeah. it's, it's oh. neat to see something that you've never seen before with the miniature here. I must have missed something. I don't know why the turtles all of a sudden are, like, fighting each other. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Are you playing? Police officers, yeah. Okay, yeah, there's a guy, yeah, John, there's Mahoney. <laughs> so, once oh, again, now Splinter's back to gone, his old rat form. So be it. Hey! I thought I heard something down here. This time he won't get away. Whoa! You saw Raphael's head go in his shell. Oh, I missed Come that. On, I mean, I don't think they ever show that again. Skip ahead, I think you're a little ahead of me. Oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> Skip ahead a little. So, yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't remember why they're doing this either. I have no clue what's going on right now. Yeah, we'll do a horrible job it, commentary. Looks like it was, Leo's snapping out of it. Oh, okay. Krang beamed this <laughs> giant computer over to Shredder. Okay, that's what it is. They walk past it and they're like, "Oh man, it's an iMac. We got to fight each other." <laughs> oh, and busted it into shreds. And now they're talking. Uh, we're all good. We're good. Oh, that's sad. Master Splinter saved us again, even though he's no longer part of us. Yeah. So were they under the impression that Splinter was never really going to come back? I think they're and they still chose to do it. I think it's not that. I, I think they're preparing for him to not come back. I got. Is what he's what they're doing. Yeah, because as soon as he left, um, he was just like, "I'll be back," and they're like, "Yeah, but will he come back? We don't know." Yeah, will he really? And he could, I mean, you can't blame him. Like if yeah, you could suddenly be human again, you know, just. Uh, we sure do, boys. 
Man, and yeah, like Shredder's Shredder has to do something by midnight. I have no clue what the Shredder's doing. I'm sorry. So, something about a portal. Sorry, listeners, but we got talking about our own stuff. <laughs> we, we forgot to comment on the episode. <laughs> oh, okay. We're true professionals. I'm sure you can tell. <laughs> Your number's up, Metal Mouth! You know what? Shredder sounds so surprised that the turtle showed up. You know what I do like about the Shredder, though, in this one? Where it's just like, he's not like an OP villain. No. Like, where, like, the turtles... It's almost an accident that they beat him in any other medium. You know? And That's true. I do like how there is a legit chance that the turtles can beat the Shredder here, like, straight up one-to-one. Mm-hmm. And maybe not like you know like you ever see like Leonardo couldn't beat the beat the shredder by himself but like the four turtles could beat the shredder yeah whereas especially in IDW like they don't stand a chance against the shredder at all you know no, no shredder makes very short work up yeah and and that's cool and, and and it works for that they find a way in the storytelling to make that work but i really like in this version and again because it's a kids show like they could beat the shredder you know it's, yeah. it's like a good like 50-50. Master Splinter, look out! So Splinter has shown up to save the day? Yeah. I don't like, though, that Leonardo just, like, picked up and threw Rocksteady over. Rocksteady? <laughs> I don't like that. It's like, Rocksteady's a freaking rhino. Come on. Oh, oh, that is a cool-looking alien. Is that Cthulhu? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, the great... It's pretty scary, though. Man. He has opened a portal to That's one thing I'm surprised they never did, where they never did, like, any kind of, like, H.P. Lovecraft kind of episodes. Oh, that'd have been cool. Where, like, real Ghostbusters around this time, like, straight up fuck Cthulhu in one episode. Yeah. The... Yeah. I... Like, in the Yeah, this, this is cool. I like this. Yeah. I'm kind of into this. Yeah. I... <laughs> now we're watching. Oh, the tentacle grew back. Man, Leonardo finally was effective with the stories, and the tentacle grew back. <laughs> and then it grew back. Aim for the eye. Yeah. Wow, I, I love that. Sure, just karate chopped <laughs> that tentacle off. No, Shredder, you said no. You love because you love oh, that. Yeah, that thing has got a like a chicken beak. Like a beak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was scary till I saw the beak. There were so many drugs being taken when they made these episodes. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Looks like a giant meatball with tentacles. What about that isn't freaky to you? <laughs> if you just saw like a giant man-eating meatball just like rolling down the street. Yeah. Thanks for your help, April. Oh, <laughs> I like how Irma just shows up. Believe me, you don't want to know. I, I can't wait Poor Irma. to hear. Yeah, I know. I always felt bad for Irma. Like, I, man, I kind of think that Irma's April's friend because April needs somebody to bully. Darn it. <laughs> the reporters have all the 
Boy, Irma, there's no fooling you. Oh, gosh. Well, Irma's... You know, this sounds weird, but Irma's not ugly. Irma's awesome, yeah. Yeah, she could could find a boyfriend. Why is she so desperate? She's just... Irma's not confident. That's the thing. That's mm. confidence is a powerful thing. You got to You got to be a little bit more. I'm not telling you to be cocky or anything like that, but just you know, yeah. be a little more sure of yourself. You know, it's like you don't need to date that like accordion playing dweeb from a couple episodes ago. Just don't. <laughs> Arma, a bit of that I never thought of it that way. And the real So Splitter is eating pizza with the turtles. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Mike's like, no, it's your rat again. That's more pizza for us. <laughs> yeah. All right, and that's the the end. I'm sorry it took so long since I had so many advertisements. Oh, but... whatever. It's fine, dude. <laughs> so, what do you think of this episode, Hosehead? Yeah, it was an episode, all right. Yeah, yeah. I actually kind of liked it. It had a lot of different um, themes that you don't really see much. The turtles turning on each other. Splinter as a human. Um... For, you know, just an episode that could, could be considered a throwaway episode in the middle of, um, or actually toward the latter end of season two. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting enough. I thought it was pretty good. They put a lot in 20 minutes. They sure did. You think about everything that happened. That was crazy. Man, it was, and people, uh, just, man. Anyway, man, this was, you know what, I, I was kind of into this. I like this one, man. I just, I love the absurdity of it. You know, it's just, yeah. I get it. It's slapstick it's comedy it it is not for everybody but like and a lot of it probably is because i grew up watching this show mm-hmm. but like it was just what more do you want you had like cthulhu you had <laughs> With extra a mutation you had just pizza you had sushi you had everything man you had april and irma just hanging out in the library you know it's pretty cool you had Bebop and Rocksteady in jumpsuits? Bebop and Rocksteady in, like, like, like they, it looked like something from a Run DMC video, you know, just, <laughs> like, like, Bebop and Rocksteady walking down the library step going, Ma, uh, Ditas, you know? <laughs> it was, I was thinking more like Scrantonicity. Scranton what? The electricity. <laughs> <laughs> it would. Well, see, I'm thinking about the time that it was released here, you know, just. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, that, I, I'm with you there. I understand. Yeah, but uh, guys, uh, let us know what you thought of this episode. If you've watched Splinter No More or if you remember that from your childhood and you'd like to talk about it and, and some of the concepts that went into it or if maybe you have some special memories regarding this episode, send us an email. Our email address is turtleflakespodcast.gmail.com. We are on Twitter at turtleflakes. Uh, we do have a Facebook group page at facebook.com slash groups slash turtleflakes. We do have a hotline, and we appreciate uh, Corey's phone call today. Please give us a call. Leave us a message at 865-309-4875. Big Slice of Pizza goes out to our buddy Mark from tmntentity.blogspot.com. He writes fantastic reviews of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and is definitely one of our encyclopedias when we do any research for the show. Uh, another good friend of the show, Anthony Hernandez. Uh, he has a family-friendly YouTube show dedicated to the turtles and toys in general. Um, but just search up Totally Tubular Turtle Tuesday or Bat Bomb 82 and you will find his channel. And I'll provide a link in the show notes as well. We are proud partners with the Retro Gaming Times magazine at ClassicPlastic.net slash TRT. And last but not least, check out Josh's uh, Turtle Tracks blog. You want to talk about that for a second, Hosehead? Yeah, uh, so you can find all my writings and musings on the TurtleTracksBlog.com website. Um, it's just the website where I uh, talk about uh, movies, video games, 
toys, comics, and just uh, comment on pop culture in general. Um, I have a quick announcement about my YouTube channel. The uh, Turtle Tracks Games is on an indefinite hiatus because oh. the uh, the game capture that I have uh, doesn't work with my computer because my computer doesn't have a video card. So, oh, you're kidding. Yeah, I didn't know that. So, And I, I can't just rush out and buy another computer. So... <clears throat> So, you know, and my other computer is bricked, so I, I can't use it. I can't. And I had like 10 other videos ready to upload, too, and I just I can't do it now. And so it's on an it's it's uh, YouTube's over. Sorry. It was a good run. Yeah, and you know what really sucks about it? I had 19 videos and it really bothers me that I can't make a 20th and end on an even number. Oh, well, you, you know, never say never. Yeah. You can continue later. Yeah, you know, I'm, it's, but just like for, that's why I said like an indefinite hiatus. Yeah, So like yeah. just for now, I can't, I can't do anything. So those videos, I'm not going to delete the channel or anything. Those videos that I have on Turtle Tracks Games, they're going to stay there. So feel free to watch them. Uh, sorry, I can't upload anything new for, uh, for a while. So, but you can still find me on TurtleTracksBlog.com. Uh, and you can find Turtle Tracks blog on uh, Facebook. Just search Turtle Tracks blog, and you'll find me. All right, good deal, good deal. And uh, uh, stay tuned for the next episode as we'll be returning to the Mirage series uh, to cap off our uh, classic era of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And hopefully we'll be having a toy review uh, during the next episode as well. So thank you guys so much for the emails and the phone calls we received this week. Keep those coming. And... Um, and Josh, uh, what kind of pizza are we going to have to close out another totally tubular episode of Turtle Flakes? Oh man, you know what? Uh, we got talking about we were talking about sushi. Sushi, yeah. Yeah, you know, I kind of, you know, what I would kind of like is some California rolls, man. You know, like it, it's American <laughs> sushi. It's not the best sushi you're ever going to eat. You can find it at a gas station, but all it is is <laughs> rice, avocado, and you know. Some wasabi. That's that's and some cucumber. That's pretty good. I like that. Sounds good. But Sounds nope, good. And it's, it's easier for me to remember. No pizza today. Let's get some California rolls. Alright. Well, hey, on behalf of Josh and myself, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for, for all your many uh, uh, emails, your support over the years. And uh, here's to hoping you enjoy your friends, enjoy your family, and enjoy a mega slice of California roll. Calabunga dudes. Calabunga everyone. All right, yeah, I'm good. All right. All right. Shoot. Ah, I hear it. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Nope, so stop playing. You host, no. What are you doing? Okay, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're trolling me. You're trolling me, aren't you? No, I'm not. <laughs> this is Nicole's PlayStation, not mine. No, this is... Oh, I got you. Yeah. So it's all Nicole's fault, right? No, the actual guy doesn't want fun. You know, I <laughs> oh no, I've got an ad. Okay. Sorry, Jose. I just paused it. No, it's cool. Hopefully it'll just be one. <laughs> man, you got some shady shady links, man. <laughs> I know, dailymotion.com. Shady you know, links. Which is weird because they don't always do that. Like certain cartoons don't matter. You know what? I'll, I'll bet you what they have is like they, uh, dailymotion.com uh, has like a premium version they're trying to sell you now. Oh, uh, okay. Because it's like YouTube, where like you have YouTube, 
and then you have YouTube Premium. Yeah, and, and it's it's obnoxious. Like they'll play the same commercial three times in a row. I know, or like multiple commercials too. And yeah, it's just it's so stupid. It's like I don't want to spend like the five dollars a month. You know, when, yeah. when I, I get you off, I get that YouTube is a great platform. I, I really do appreciate YouTube, but I don't want to spend five bucks a month to use YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, when you got all these other subscriptions you got to pay for. When it was free, like six yeah. months ago. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Yeah, ah, I've got another commercial. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the same Michelin tire commercial. Nobody cares, Michelin. Yeah, jeez. I already I, saw it three times. I buy Goodyear. Don't care. <laughs> oh, man. Half-hour episode turned into like 45 minutes. Hey, man, you're kind, of, you're kind of cutting in and out there a little bit. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay, there you go. Oh, guess what? They're replaying the same thing. I forgot what you know I think I remember us talking about this uh, on the Punk Frogs episode um, you know about the this the probably happened like every every other episode we do the classic stuff so yeah yeah see it used to all be on YouTube but they took it all off yeah that, yeah they took them off a while ago yeah um just you gotta get the you gotta get the DVDs man yeah Oh, guess what I've got, buddy? Another preview. Man, it was, it, man, come on. It was getting good, too, man. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's the same thing. Tires. Good Never year. buy Michelin tires. They ruin television. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play the same commercial four times an episode. Actually, no, this is the fifth time. Discount tire. Oh, excuse me, I was yawning. Oh, man. <laughs>